Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Sunday, January 17, is being observed as World International Day of Prayer. And it caps a period in which many Christian movements and churches have focused on prayer. There have been 21 days of fasting and prayer and 40 days and 50 hours and many such arrangements at this time. So it would be important to think about prayer, which is increasingly becoming a part of people's personal spiritual resource. And many persons, especially those who are not strong in their religious faith, who also believe in prayer, want to know whether their prayers would be heard. And there is a parable that Jesus told, a story that Jesus told in Luke chapter 18, in which he told of two men, one a religious figure called the Pharisee, who was be pretty public in his religious devotion um, and who perhaps could even have been among the lay leaders within his religious fraternity and another well known for his kind of public secular in some respect sinful life called a publican or a tax collector among the most notorious sets of people um in the popular culture of his day both men went to the temple to pray and jesus used their the, the separate approaches of each to teach a lesson about prayer he said that the pharisees you know looked up to heaven and said god i am not like others I fast, I tithe, I'm very religious, and I am not like the evildoers, including the nearby Pharisee. And then Jesus point to the approach of the, 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 the publican, the notorious sinner, and he according to Jesus, stood afar off. He didn't even raise his eyes to the heaven, but looked down and beat his breast and simply said in his prayer, God, have mercy upon me. And then Jesus asked, which of the two men do you think went to his house justified? on that day and the 
rhetorical question is answered by the fact that the man who appeared on the surface to be least qualified to pray, whose public disreputability was well known, was the one who received the mercy for which he prayed. And I wanted to use it to reflect on prayer and the fact that prayer must be concerned with an audience of one. Prayer is not meant to be theatrical as a great oratorical contest to see how well we can speak, how vast our knowledge of religious language or religious paraphernalia, including hymns and scripture, how, how vast our language is and how skillful we are at it. It is not meant to impress the crowd. Prayer may be fervent or earnest or even passionate, but it isn't because, you know, we are hyped up in prayer, why we are heard, our, our prayers are effective. In fact, the earnestness or fervency or passionateness that is attractive to prayer, attractive in prayer, is the one that arises out of a situation of struggle and an intense passion for what is right and what is just and what is fair, or to be forgiven to receive mercy. Nor is prayer kind of open conversation with God and everybody else, so that a lot of people want to spend their prayer talking to the devil and rebuking the devil and so on. And I, I think really a prayer is a conversation with God, and that is what it must remain, where God is the only audience that matters. And when we go to prayer with God, we do not need to introduce ourselves to God because God knows our heart and he knows our past, and he knows who and what we are. We come to God talking from our hearts to God. So if you go back to the two men who were together in church at the time of prayer and there to do the same thing, they are separated by the approach of the mm. religious person. He started out by telling God that he's other than I am not like. And then he said, when he described his activities, that he's better than, you know, or rather that he's more than. He fasted more, he prayed more, he went to church more, he did more charitable work than others. And so ultimately he let God know that he was better than. He's not like those sinners including the Pharisee, the, the publican. So just on the face of it alone, they were both in a religious space. They were both there to pray. They ought to have been together. They ought to have been joined by their common need, their common faith, and their common need for mercy. But because of the notion that he was other than or better than or more than the other person, the Pharisee was separated from the publican. And so often when we go to prayer, we feel that we should take out our curriculum vitae, our recent achievement, 
and let God know how privileged God is to be able to listen to us pray. So often we are concerned how impressive we can be, our words, our religiosity, and none of those things is of any lasting relevance. The man who was not able to say he was other than, not able to say that he was more than, not mm. able to say that he was better than, simply lifted, well, cast his eyes downwards. He wasn't confident enough to lift his eyes and look in the face of God, so to speak. He was humble. He was penitent. He was conscious of his own failing. So for him, prayer was a moment of honest mm. accounting, of owning up to what he has done and what he had failed to do. And that is the man. That is the person that received the mercy for which he asked. We are in a difficult period of time as we face this pandemic and we face this new year and we face a world in which fairness is on the back burner. Justice is an obsolescent idea. It is difficult to come when we come to pray or come to God with any confidence that our theories our competences, our resources, our network offer any real bulwark in the face of all that is going wrong with the world. What we can do and what we ought to do, both individually and collectively, is to appeal to God for God's mercy. And God's mercy, as a key, can turn our world save our world from itself, save our leaders from themselves, because left to themselves and their own devices, they will dig a hole big enough to swallow all of us. So at this time when we go to prayer, at the start of the new year, the validity and effectiveness of our prayers will not come from how fancy the words we use are. It will not come from how impressive our reputation and resumes are. It will not make the difference because of how loud we shout and therefore how passionate we appear to be. What matters is our contrition, the clarity of our request and desire, the simplicity of our hearts. And I think with that, there is no telling what God can do for God's people. So the short answer is 
come with your heart. That is what will make the difference in prayer to God. Amen.